Welcome to this week's episode of the Perceptive Readers, a podcast series made in the Product of Culture, aka Parkbooks website's office. Hi, I'm James. Can you keep a secret? Whether you like secrets or not, there are some secrets that, of course, are bad, and then there are also secrets that are for our benefits. Those type of secrets, the best one of them all, is even called a sacred secret. Hi, I'm James Lynch, and welcome to this Perceptive Readers this week. How do you feel about secrets? You know, there's been events and parties all throughout the years because of somebody wanting to honor an individual that was important to their life or a group of people who have helped them out. And so they may keep a secret, you see, of exactly how they're going to plan the event, uh, who will be involved. Uh, what gifts they're going to give the person, what speeches or what have you. And then when it all comes together, boy, what a wonderful secret that was kept among all the ones who had nothing but the best intentions from or for the person that you know they were keeping the secret from. You like those type of secrets, don't you? And those type of secrets, again, you don't mind keeping at all. Now, there are other secrets that I kept where the term comes into play where you end up asking the ethical question, does the end really justify the means on what is happening? Have you ever ran into one of those types of secrets? Well, depending on who you're talking to, what the secret is for, you know, that'll help you to decide whether you can bend a little on keeping certain secrets or not. Because remember, the secrets that will benefit somebody or benefit a group as a whole, you see, then you know there's a very good reason uh, uh, behind keeping it. Let me give you an example of it. In Genesis chapter 3.15, there's a prophecy that was uttered how basically the serpent, you know, who had turned Adam and Eve against God, uh, was now, you know, going to be cast down to the earth or the serpent was on his belly. But he used that as an illustration or analogy of what was going to happen, you see, for God's kingdom to take back everything that you know, Satan had did by bringing in death and despair in the world, you see. And so he basically said that the serpent would uh, um, hurt or inflict, you know, pain on the man's heel, you see. But the heel would certainly crush the serpent's head, which would be Satan. And so as we've gone throughout the centuries, we know uh, that that man or that hill 
was when Jesus actually was uh, put to death, but at the same time brought back to life and the ransom sacrifice was given to God. And guess what? He's king up in heaven right now, also king over the Christian congregation. And we're going to see that fulfillment uh, totally, you know, end with the paradise earth and uh, paradise. So, God's will being done in heaven will also be done on the earth and it'll just be a wonderful situation. But see, Genesis 3.15 was the beginning of that sacred secret, you see, that would bring benefits to mankind. And it took a long time before everybody, even persons who were looking towards God, to fully understand what Genesis 3.15 meant. See, it was a sacred secret from God, yet look what he did. He revealed it over time. You see, from the genealogy uh, to the law covenant, all these things had to help people to understand why God was doing things the way that, you know, he set them up and also to give deep insight into his personality. Yes, the spirit behind his personality. And that's important. And I'm going to tell you why. You see, have you heard the expression, well, if you don't know, you don't know. And sometimes in order to uh, um, do something or to even get a position, a lot of persons have, you know, taking taking the uh, route of just saying, well, you know, I'll just fake it until I can make it, you see. So they're uh, basically keeping a secret that they may not know anything about something at all. And once again, you can uh, appreciate that uh, that determination, that willingness to try, and the effort. Now, here is the thought along with that secret, though. What if... The person was given a job. I just want to, uh, I just want to give this as an example. What if this person who happened to be, uh, fresh out of medical school, okay, uh, really barely made it through medical school, um, at that, but was able to pass, you see, um, there could be a variety of reasons why they barely made it through, uh, but when it came crunch time during the exams, they were always able to cram this in, cram that in, and sometimes they didn't even know why they were cramming what they were cramming, you know, in their brain, they just knew, you know, almost like a photographic memory, how to answer such a question. Now, you may not, you know, you may be able, such a person, to answer such a question, but here is our question. Do you still understand the reason behind why this is the best route on how to help somebody with this situation or that situation? Are you able to really make practical application of all that huge amount of millions and millions of bytes of, of head knowledge to zoom in on the correct one? for those real difficult cases, you see. In that case, with anybody realizing, um, you know, your great 
lack of knowledge in that area uh, want to pick you at that time for the most toughest of cases, you see, <laughs> you see, to, but why, and, and I'm just saying this in all respect, you see, but would anybody want to uh, be the experiment of your lack of knowledge in this area? Would you be humble enough to actually say, you know what, this is just not my specialty in this area? Granted, you may be offering a lot of money, but this is just not my specialty. Let me direct you to this person right here. Okay. And this person knows exactly what they're talking about. So do you see in that case that even though the man may have had a secret, you see, as far as uh, his academics and what he was able to do or what have you, which it doesn't mean that he wasn't doing a lot of good in his practice uh, in the world or what have you. But here was the area that he or she was weak in. Now, should that secret, that pride at that time, you see, cause the person to say, no, I'm still going to keep it and cause the person who's really coming from for genuine, authentic help to suffer from the lack of knowledge and even quite possibly even malpractice. That's something to think about. Let's go right back to the benefits again of uh, the sacred secret, though, and I want to read something, and it's from page 836 from a book on uh, JW.org, and it's dealing with uh, the scriptures, insight on the scriptures. Like I said, this is from my library that I've had for decades. It says, something that originates with God, this is under the heading sacred secret. It says, something that originates with God is withheld until his own time and is revealed only to those to whom he chooses to make it known. The Greek word mysterion translated sacred secret has reference primarily to that which is known by those who are initiated. In the ancient mystery religions that flourished in the time of the early Christian congregation, those who wished to take part in the mystery celebrations had to undergo initiation. The uninitiated were denied both access to the so-called sacred actions and to knowledge of them. Those initiated into them were bound by a vow of silence, not to reveal the secrets. However, there was also a secular, everyday use of the word, such as for a private secret, a secret between friends, family. The Apostle Paul uses the passive of Mael in the latter sense when he says, I have learned the secret. Literally, I have been initiated into secrets of both how to be full and how to hunger, both how to have an abundance and how to suffer. Now, that ends that quote from that section on the sacred secret. And did you see how it even mentions friends and families can even have secrets among themselves? We even know God when 
he had Jesus explain about prayer to go into your private room. Yes, even Jesus wants you to have private prayers from time to time. You see, if not daily private prayers, this is from God. And yet you may have some today that feel like every aspect of the human life and mind should be open to critique and criticism. According to the scriptures, is that correct? Now, with the other thought, too, as we're, you know, closing in on this, on secrets, think about this. Remember, I used the illustration about a person who went to a medical school and just barely made it through and yet was able to do some good in the world. And the question was whether or not the person would have the humility to just say that, you know, they just don't know about this area. And in this case, I'm not going to fake it until I can make it, you see, uh, because of what can happen even to the extent of, yes, malpractice. Uh, you may want to do a search on how many uh, millions, if not really more than that, I believe now. So you can do like a 10-year a search of what was the cost of medical malpractice even over the past 10 years. Or you can do it 20. You look at that huge number. Now, just because it was malpractice, of course, it doesn't mean it was malicious. But all the same, it goes to show that mankind still really has a lot of work to do in this area. And that's why it's called practice. It's saying, you know, from all my knowledge and my reasoning, I think this will work for you, but no way in the world can I say it will 100% work for you. And there's always many exceptions to the rules, too. That's why I always say, again, one medical recommendation does not apply to every human being. And to try to force that situation on every human being saying, well, you know what? Who cares? You're worth the loss. You see, you're worth, even though you're a good person, even though you do your best to help others, we're, we're, we're sorry. We're, we want to try this practice on everybody. Is that right in Jesus' eyes? Is that right in Jehovah's eyes? How do you think he will respond? Is this one of those secrets that really fall into a sacred secret category? Or does it just fall into a regular, you know, I scratch my back, you scratch my back, you know, lower type of secret keeping? No matter what the case may be, think about this. Because sometimes knowledge and secrets can make a person feel real good. But think about this. Out of all the secrets in the world that are sometimes held against groups and individuals. How do you not know that one of the groups or individuals that you're keeping all these secrets from or what have you. Know the greatest secret that trumps them all. 
I'm James. Thank you for being here on this Perceptive Readers. You have a wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.